Speaking of Zombie Snatch, welcome to Hardly Knowhere. My name right is in. Professor Turtle Pig. Uh, <laughs> I am joined by uh, my lovely co-host, Celestian Slurptorp. How are you guys doing? Thumbs up. Very good. Perfect. I guess we're never uh, going to stop this bit. I guess we're not. I, I guess I... we're fucking not. So I'm that's great. I'm with it. I kind of love it. I don't know. Uh, Maybe yeah. everybody else hates it. but for, like... for people that are just listening, since this is a listening-only show. Uh, yeah. We do big thumb up. Yeah, very good. Um, we got Cat here. Uh, one of our, one of our, one of our uh, oldest, oldest. Uh, uh, what is it? I, I don't know what to call. It. Uh, uh, you, you've been a part of this journey <laughs> with us for a long time, both as a listener and then as one of our, one of our earliest guests as well. So I welcome you back. Were <laughs> Thank you. I thought you were referring to my age. <laughs> yeah, it's just so ancient. That's what it is. We're close to the same age. It's fine. What? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> oh, well um yes so welcome back um how have you been how was life i figure before we jump into everything is every things going well with you everything's good uh, they're going how, they're how's going the YouTube? how's the youtube going yeah how's youtube Are you loving that you? oh i'm loving that so much uh it's just such a different world from streaming i loved streaming but YouTube. Oh man, I think that might be my passion. There you go. Rock and roll. Hell yeah. I love hearing that. Um, cool deal. So last week, what the fuck did we talk about last week? What was last week? No, no, no. You have to figure it out on your own. No, fuck you. I don't <laughs> remember even uh shit. Who was who was even on last uh, was out. it you got was it, it was it Sprinks? Was Sprinks yeah, on last time? Okay, so and with Sprinks we talked about Work it out. Dig deep. COVID, COVID, COVID dating, wish, sexting. We talked about my dick a lot. I remember that. I wish that. you could have seen his face just there for the listeners because, <laughs> as they said, this is a, a listening-only platform. I was biting my lip. Turtle Pig had the face of a feral cat and was kind of making a similar noise to that of one that does not want you in his alley. Yeah. Was, yeah was, I'm a, I'm a mean nice. pussy. What's that's, up? That's, that's a good Ah, God bless. Good stuff. Man, praise be. And maybe that's what I'll clip this week. Is uh, maybe I'll bring clips back. Hey, oh, there you maybe go. it'll be uh, I'll that, bring uh, clits back. You know what I'm saying? Got them. No, I'll, I'll expand on that thought. Like a clitoris on no, your I, back. I got that. Oh, that <laughs> is what, okay. Not yeah, a return yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, like imagine like um. Like, you know, like a hedgehog, how they have spines on. Never mind. All right. So, anyways, how. Uh, what? What are we... Wait. <laughs> no, well, like clits I... on the back. So, it's, but instead of spines, it's just like like rows and rows of I clitoris. Think we've all I got spines gonna, on our back. We're going to draw that. That's usually yeah. where the spine is. No, 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 no. Like, like, like a hedgehog spines. Like, imagine Sonic, you know, yeah, like the uh -huh. blue blur, Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh -huh. How he has all the spikies on him, but it's just a bunch of clitoris. <laughs> so the like the the needles that are on it. Yes, yes. Okay. Those are, are those sometimes called, called spines. spines. Yes. That's dumb. I I'm sorry. Biology exists. What do you want from me? I don't. <laughs> I want these biologists to have come up with a better name for the the needles on their back, other than spine. Yeah, they're right. spines. Yeah, yeah. So the the uh, hedgehog spine is adorned with yeah, spines. They're fine. They're prickly. They're prickly needle dicks. I'm, right? I'm just but saying. Of... <laughs> science could have done better. 
Sure. So did you guys know that echidnas have a four-headed penis? So, so, so uh, they recently um, just uh, just hired Idris Elba to voice Knuckles, the echidna, in the sequel to the Sonic the Hedgehog movie with, uh, what's his name, Sh uh, 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 Schwartz and, um, and, and Jim Carrey. But in the sequel, uh, Idris Elba will be taking over the voice uh, for uh, Knuckles, the echidna. And echidnas have a four-headed penis. So... Um, Idris Elba okay. is playing a character with a four-headed penis. Is okay. is where I'm getting a lot of this. Yeah, I don't well, think they're gonna get into that in the movie. Well, yeah, I'm just I saying, lore-wise, it's correct. <laughs> so, by, by by you know by the lore, Idris Elba has now played a character with a four-headed penis. Huh. So what are we talking I think about? He did at Hobbs and Shaw. I think he had the same situation going on down there. That sounds he right. was like a cyborg man, so like that was one of the. So they're just like, yeah, while we're down here, like might as well. Yeah, while we're cyborg, add, add three extra you. dickheads. Yeah, let's just add a couple of those. Sure. When in Rome, right? What? Oh. <laughs> I'm not sure that applies. Well, well, when you know, do as the Romans do and add dickheads. Cat, what are we talking about today? <laughs> <laughs> Even know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Follow that. Usually, usually we get to that nonsense in the latter half of the episode, but uh, I'm glad we're all just we're like starting strong. Yeah, I didn't get to take starting a nap before strong. this, so I'm like, I'm I'm already in like like brain dead from work mode, you know. So that's that's where I'm at. Very nice. Horror, hmm. horror, horror. I'm not I'm not just yelling horror. I'm sorry. Not horror. As, right? if, as if it would have been the first time. <laughs> on stream, or not stream, on, on podcast for sure. Just so. yelling horror. I don't know. I'm yeah. pretty sure. I, I bet we could go back Listeners? in the 50 plus episodes and find <laughs> you yelling horror somewhere. I feel like I didn't. I feel like I try not to do that when I'm being recorded. Um. So, wait. That's the line. <laughs> That's like the one thing. You've yelled so many things that are... <laughs> It sounds very I'll angry. I don't like that. It is, you know. You sound wow. very angry a lot of the time when you yell things. That's fair. Horror. So, uh, sex in relation to horror movies, because you're a big horror buff, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And there's a lot of there's a lot to say about sex yes. and horror. So I decided that maybe we could start off with like the big picture stuff. Sure. Um, I mean, we'll never get through it all. It's impossible. But um, I was thinking, you know, fear and consequences, that's one. Uh, mm -hmm. Zell brought that up earlier. Uh, that's okay. the big one. That's probably like 90% of it. Sure. But then there's also like sexual awakening. And then there's also like sexual identity also discussed in horror. So those I think are more nuanced and more interesting. But I think we cannot talk about sex and horror without talking about the fear of sex and the fear of consequences of sex and horror, because that's a that's a huge one. That's like it all is. your slashers, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. like well, that's weird too, though, right? Because so, so for, I, I'm assuming that what you're talking about is how like the 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 trope that if you fuck in a horror movie, you will die, right? Is that is that is that like kind of the the, the overarching thing? Which is funny though, because like that seems to be sending a message of like, hey, be smart about where and when and who you fuck. But then at the same time horror movies are highly sexualized like not even just like the sex scenes but even sometimes in like the way that like like the deaths are portrayed like there's definitely kind of like a pornographic kind of element to the way that sometimes they shoot like 
the death like screams and the way that like the uh -huh. penetration of the knives go and stuff like that like there's Splurt. there's absolutely like a very sexual nature to the way that they do some of the kill scenes but then at the same time like sex is bad or you know what i mean so it's, it's kind of like a like a hodgepodge of, of mm -hmm. what they're trying to show right yeah 90 percent of the time it's not always true and you made a very good point about like the phallicness of mm -hmm. the murder objects like it's rarely ever a gun it's usually like a knife you know more visceral um, exactly exactly mm -hmm. and there is something very sexual about horror movies i mean even just like echoing back to vampires you know like dracula or sure. more modern interview with a the vampire there's something very sexual about vampires you know the way they're, they're biting women in the neck um, mm -hmm. all this has very sexual 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 undertones Ugh. and you're absolutely right they're like they're very hypocritical in a sense because it's like yeah. on the one hand they're saying you have sex you die but then on the other hand the whole entire movie is extremely sexual yep. um so that that is that is a very very interesting point but there are movies that go against that grain um mm -hmm. scream's a great example uh the heroine and scream she has sex she still gets to live sure. um there's also movies too where the being a virgin doesn't save you like mm -hmm. jennifer's body is a good example being mm -hmm. a virgin is what got her killed um right. Also, y'all know we have all those antichrist movies where being a virgin isn't necessarily a good thing because then you're bait for the devil and the devil might sure. impregnate you with his spawn and all of this sort of thing. So being a virgin isn't necessarily like the end all be all when it comes to becoming the final girl. Sure. Sometimes you get killed. Well, and I mean, I guess it also just goes into like whatever the message is that each each director or writer, you know, is 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 trying to portray with it, right? Just because, like, even though like horror movies are are a genre in its own, you know, its own right, but at the same time, like within it, there's a whole lot of different ideologies at play with the different kinds of directors. I mean, you know, obviously, if you go like the difference between I don't know, like Hitchcock and Eli Roth, right? Both horror, but like completely different in the way that they tell things, what messages they try and portray and stuff like that. Hostel's another weird one with with sex, by the way. That's that's an interesting and weird one with sex and just fucking grisly and gross. But yeah, for sure. Sorry, that one just came to mind because uh, it's one of the few that I've seen and it's uh, gross. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, there are people out there who will say, you know, that the goriness and the sexualness of horror movies is all just, you know, shock value and, and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, horror necessarily has to do with the body. I mean, if you think about it, you know, horror is supposed to invoke fears within us. We do mm -hmm. have a lot of fears associated with our own bodies. Sure. And sex, you know, sex is a big one, like sex and sexual awakening and discovering your sexual identity. This can all be very scary concepts for us. Mm -hmm. and it's oftentimes judged. Um, it's a very vulnerable situation. Uh, it can be confusing sometimes. So this is a very ripe topic for horror movies. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I feel like it also just kind of plays into the idea that everything is very, um, very emotional and very overwhelming. I mean, horror in its own and then sex and sexual relations is all like very, very overwhelming. And it's kind of like at like the extremes, I suppose, of emotions. So having those kind of different extremes on like opposite ends really play off of each other really well sometimes, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, Speaking of horror movies having to do with uh, 
you know, the body and not being in control of your own body. I mean, we all watch Tusk. Sure. Oh. No, that was a, I've that not was seen a, this. Explain oh. it to me. Oh, yes. Please explain oh. it. Please explain, explain it. it. Oh, okay. Also, listener for their benefit. Big spoilers listeners. for listeners, by the way. But yeah. Big spoilers for Tusk, y'all, if y'all ever want to watch Tusk. Um, this isn't Tusk. the Fleetwood Mac song, right? No, 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 this no, is no, not. no, no, okay. no, 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 far from it. No. <laughs> Do they use the song in this movie? No, I don't think so. I don't no. believe so. Mm-hmm. No. Mr. Opportunity should have should have had a old Shawnee boy. Do I don't a, know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that was a missed. I think that was a right decision to not cross those paths. Should have let me be to take a pass on this script. Oh, good. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't even going to bring up Tusk at first because I don't find it to be very sexual. Um, no, but one that goes along with a similar theme of uh, not in control of your body, but does have a sexual nature to it, I would say is Human Centipede. Mm. Absolutely. What's this about? So Human Centipede is yeah. about a like a, a demented and twisted uh, surgeon, I believe. And essentially what he does is he wants to create a human centipede. And so he um, gets three people together and he sews essentially uh, the mouth to the anus of, of, of them to create like one long digestive tract um, from one mouth all the way to the third anus. And this um, guy got through medical school? I suppose that would it work. <laughs> well, it turned out to be an unfun time for uh, really everyone involved. Well, no shit. Yeah. But I mean, it is like e- even without it being like explicitly like it wasn't like it wasn't like the centipede members were fucking each other. But you cannot have someone's mouth to someone's anus and it not evoke like disgusting sexual imagery. Right. For sure. Um, The second one takes that even further as well. I did not see the second one. So can you explain? Well, (laughs) I know more about the third one than the second one. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't want to invoke the second one. <laughs> the second one is really rough because it kind of follows um, a character who is very, very lonely and has has some challenges within his home life, um, has some challenges with his job. Um, he doesn't really enjoy that as much. And then there's also, I think, some abuse going on at home that's caused him to kind of find some sexual deviation in that he enjoys pleasuring himself in harmful ways okay um and really gets off on the human centipede idea and really like how does he know about it? um because the video internet mm. oh the okay internet so, and everything. So. so like it so like it's all real in uh, he had a friend named turtle wait wait. so the movie he, the, so in the lore the movie human centipede exists it's oh it's weird a totally real thing that happened and yeah. so and so this guy finds oh, out about okay. it. There's Sorry. like there's like news articles and stuff. It's not that it's a movie. That makes more sense. Okay, see, I thought I thought like the movie Human Centipede existed in the Human Centipede no. lore. The, okay, the got, human it. Centipede All right, got it. Got it. Exists, and so he gotcha. He really enjoys it. He masturbates to it, and um, it goes a lot further. And then, and so it is definitely more so sexual because you see him getting off to it. You see him pleasuring mm-hmm. himself to it. Um, and doing it in a in a way that is very very harmful and um really shows just kind of his his own struggle i suppose it's i really don't want to go into much sure you don't have to very 
it's very rough. And then the third one, I think, too, is also more sexual as well. Um, and I haven't, I don't know as much about the third one. I looked away for most of it. <laughs> so. Yeah, the third one was really hard to watch. Got it. All right. We don't have to go into it if we don't want to. So that's uh -uh. fine. All right. Fair enough. Cool. But yeah, as far as like, um, as far as uh, uh, like unwillingness to go along with something and like fear of your oh, right, body test. and connections with other bodies and stuff like that. I feel like that's probably a better example of it in the horror realm with sexuality also involved. Right. So um, and that's interesting because that can go along with a couple of different like ideas and fears and experiences that people have in the real world, right? Um, I mean, obviously there's there's the really like like horrible, violent, you know, one of like any kind of sexual assault or anything along mm -hmm. those lines, but then even just like regrets with um, like love, sex and relationships in general, you know what I mean? It's just like, I was part of this thing that now makes me feel dirty inside because of X, Y, or Z reasons. Right. And so like, it's evoking a similar feeling, but just twisting it to a really fucking disturbing degree. But it's definitely like uh, something that we've all felt in, in this, in, in a sense, right. Everyone right. has someone or you know, even if it is not necessarily explicitly sexual, but everyone has, you know, probably encountered someone in a relationship or something along those lines that you're like, oh, I can't believe that I was involved with with that. I was a part of that. And human centipede does take that into a into a very literal sense. Right. Yeah. And human centipede is one of the more extreme examples of, you know, body horror, but there are less extreme examples. And I think that the, the most common example of body horror is all of the pregnancy movies. Mm. Absolutely. So, Rosemary's sure. Baby, I think is the one. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Classic OG. Yeah. Yeah. So we all know what happens in Rosemary's baby. And in that movie, it's very much about, you know, being being not at peace with your own body and the fear of pregnancy is a big one the fear like no control she didn't have control over who came in, in and out of the house the husband was very controlling she wasn't allowed to get information on her own body um it was just all very she was kept in the dark about everything and still even though she was a victim in that movie i remember specifically one scene I actually watched the movie again recently where she's having a dream about being raped by the devil and mm. she's still apologizing to like this Pope-like figure in the dream. So she still feels guilt over something that's happening to her body that she had no control over, didn't consent to. Um, so that is quite interesting. They have uh, different- What's the role that, that women are put into? I mean, especially back then, but even now, you, you know what I mean? Like it's it's absolutely still an issue to where like even as a victim, I mean, we have a term for it, right? Victim blaming, you, you know, like it's it's absolutely a real thing. And so it's interesting that like these horror movies, I don't know, I've always, I've always said that like, it's cool how fantasy elements can, can make real world scenarios feel more real you, you know what i mean like they, they 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 can evoke the same kind of feelings and even though we're not talking literally about the same thing you know what they're talking about and you know it really brings light to those those kinds of things i'm sorry i interrupted i just i just oh, that no, was, yeah no, it's fine no no and those topics are just very hard to talk about and i've been exposed uh through to them a lot through horror movies i mean spice is another example of mm. forced impregnation mm -hmm. uh alien alien resurrection sure really well every alien movie aliens. i mm -hmm. see i did see that aliens. one yeah, yeah. There, yeah. there we go 
you know, the face huggers, you know? Yep. Yeah. Pregnant mm. you and it's like totally against your will. Yep. You know, because the alien doesn't typically have like a uterus. So the way that it, you know, populates is by Tell me. Is through, like, the yeah, by shooting its ovipostor into yeah. your belly and, and then shooting it all in there. So and that okay, so alien is actually really interesting, I think, because um it's one of the few ways I think that any movie has been able to really bring the the horrors and like the fear that um that women feel about like an unwanted pregnancy and make it feel real to a male audience it's like the only one i think that has For been able sure. to do it in an effective way like the only thing i can think of is what is it the one where arnold schwarzenegger is is pregnant so like other than that like i feel like which isn't a horror movie um but you know everything else like i i, I don't think anything has, has like really brought out and, and like kind of helped to bridge that gap more than the alien series with the face huggers right so right and it's it's a difficult uh topic to talk about you know sure. um sometimes pregnancy happens and you don't want it to happen and there's a lot mm -hmm. of fear in that and there's a lot you're of, supposed to be okay with it right yeah, because you're yeah, bringing life a, into the world right to, yeah people you know, don't is, is often think about it you know on the level that alien discusses it like it's not it's a parasite in alien it's not something mm -hmm. that anybody wants you know it's it's not thought of the way that we we think about it obviously because sure it's different but it it kind of is a mind bender because it's like well what if it, what if that's the feeling towards it you know mm -hmm. i think this podcast has made it stands clear on <laughs> things like that sure yeah absolutely absolutely i don't yeah, think we were shy a, about it yeah yeah no for sure i uh, yeah 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 I, all, all three hosts whenever we had that had that one we're like nope yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. no kids what <laughs> yeah nope, uh, nope. miss missed a lot of us with yo dumb bird bringing them shits yep sorry buy sorry. buy a baby throw an ostrich and pigeon and the other one we said i don't remember it was something some oh words. sorry it was just a sick callback to like two episodes ago <laughs> yeah big bird come was it big bird, big bird come, come where big bird? We, all that stuff and uh other big cumbird come big cumbird hashtag big come i'm, I'm gonna big cut cumbered. all this out this is this <laughs> That's no, Big Cumbert is like one of my favorite ideas. It's great. Oh, but you did not remember any of, uh, you know, my lead up to it. Cool. No, just Big Cumbert. Oh, good. I'm, hopefully the just listeners a, pay attention to this show. Just a, a large avian creature made entirely of semen. Big Cumbert. Hashtag Big Cumbert. <laughs> Slurp looks so bad. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you've man. done it. You've finally done it. Yeah, God bless. For the listeners, I put my away uh, picture <laughs> up. Yep. It's good stuff. Hot yeah, to it to, uh, to show my uh, uh, displeasure and my leaving the episode for, what, 15 seconds? Sure. So, pregnancy. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> uh, speak on it. Yeah, uh, but then uh, you also like what you're talking about, like just kind of um, like un, I don't know, like 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 force kind of situations. Just because of the nature of horror movies, because it's always kind of like life or death situations. These are always normally pretty aggressive situations. Like you do see, I mean, it's it happens a lot. You know, it's 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 almost difficult to avoid. Um, 
situations like that where there's some kind of like forced sexual encounter in horror movies Espe i mean especially recent ones but even then even older ones there's 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 a lot of it as well just because like i don't know some of the new ones i feel like like they're just trying to like like get a little bit of extra edge factor in there but then a lot of old ones too i mean like it's like a central integral part like of the storyline as well and uh -huh. it's just like I, I don't know like obviously it's that sucks for anyone that you know has experienced something like that and you know they don't you know they, they don't want to be reminded of of anything even similar like that so that sucks you know as far as that uh on on that so i like i don't know i don't know it, it's 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 very prevalent i i do know that much like of of the small amount of horror movies that i have watched even ones that i'm like i really enjoyed most of this movie like there's still just just like oh my like god like there's just like these really like i would prefer watching them get someone get disemboweled you know over over some of those those other scenes you know so yeah, yeah it's uh it's 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 a it's a it's a rough it's a rough watch a lot of times i don't know i, I don't know if i'm just like particularly like squeamish about about anything but i mean i imagine that's that's the the idea right that's 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 the goal of the director to to, to make those scenes unwanted and uncomfortable i mm -hmm. i would hope i would imagine right so well, that's absolutely desired outcome. yeah yeah you would you would want to make something like that uncomfortable i mean y'all remember jarrell's game i know it was a while back that we watched it together what is this remind me of the premise really quick oh was that was that the uh was that the like southeast asian one that we watched no, or no, no, no different no, one okay no All right, no anyway. No, that was, on, that was host that you're talking oh, about. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, Gerald's game we watched, I think, a couple of years ago. It It is the one about the woman and the older man who are trying to spice up their love life. So they do a Oh, yes. Wait, wait, I, I, I missed it. What did Sorry. they do? So it's about uh, a woman and her older husband who are trying to spice up their love life. So they have like this little cabin getaway. Uh, okay. They, yeah. And, um, there were screams over the last bit. <laughs> because we were all so excited we remembered it. Right? It was a great movie. It was, a, yeah. a, great it was movie. a good it was a movie. movie. It was yeah. a good movie. And it's the sloppy. reason that I'm invoking it right now, even though I didn't think of it before, is because, you know, we were talking about, like, consent. And mm -hmm. that movie talks a lot about that in the actual premise of the movie, not just something that's just thrown in as a cutscene. Sure. Like, the whole movie is about that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he handcuffs her to the bed frame and she had no idea that he had this right fantasy. They didn't discuss it ahead of time. There was no consent to it. You find out later that she was abused by her father. And it's just a very hard movie to watch. It does have mm -hmm. a happy ending, but it does talk about those topics. Uh, I, I feel like in a very, I don't know how to say it. I, I don't want to say good. But no. Well, that handled know. it a lot better than a lot of other ones, I think, right? In well, the fact, sorry, go ahead. No, I think it just, it invokes all of the right feelings in a way that doesn't take advantage of what's happening. And I think it, I mean, as with anything, I think also people who enjoy horror, I, I think for, for a lot of it, like just enjoy the shock factor one, but then I think there is a large part of the community that has been through some sort of trauma, um, whether that's, you know, physical, sexual, mental, or, you know, you name it. I think a lot of people who enjoy that kind of see horror, I think, as a safe way to kind of be around that sort of situation as well. 
um, to where it's because it's controlled, a controlled right? environment. It's, in a movie. Yeah. it's not happening to you. You know that it's not real, right? So I think that's a big part of it as well. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, and the uh, the, the way that they portrayed the assault with the father was um, through flashbacks and through um, like it was you knew it happened right but like they didn't like have like this like just really like gratuitous unnecessary like actual scene of it happening or anything like that like it was it was very well communicated without showing it explicitly um and the one time that they did show like a like a messed up thing which was the older husband like trying to initiate the rape fantasy um it was shut down you, you know what i mean like 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 they, they showed her kind of like like stand your ground and be like hey that's not cool and you know all these other kinds of things so i think that it handled you know dealing with those subjects in as appropriate of a way as you possibly could you know with what with the message that they were trying to to deliver right as opposed to I don't know. I mean, like, I can't even, like, put put my finger on it, but I know that, like, some of the horror movies that I've watched in the past, I mean, there's just, like, like, it's just, like, regular, they're running away from a slasher, and then just, boom, rape scene. And then, you know, like, and then it just kind of, like, glosses on, and, like, right. either one or the other person or both dies, and it's just, like, did that move the storyline along like was it was it really necessary or did did we just did we just want to throw that in for just like a like a shock value kind of situation right right so and i'm normally very careful about what horror movies i pick to recommend to other people sure. for that reason i felt like this movie was a good one to pick because she sort of takes her power back in that movie mm -hmm. it's a very good ending uh i also wanted to talk about the fact that you know in that movie sex and death are very closely linked as well. You know, you see her husband, who's an older man, he takes a Viagra, he has a heart attack. And then you find out later that the Moonlight Man, who is the other villain in the movie, mm -hmm. he is having sex with the dead. You find that out through like the news article. Mm -hmm. uh, so Gross. that happens a lot too. Necrophilia mm -hmm. in horror movies, that happens yep. an awful lot. Uh, also, what was I thinking about? Sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, I mean we can we can talk on that point for a little bit, right? Just because yeah, like like sex and death works uh because well there's a lot of there's a lot of different parallels that you can do with that, right? I mean like with sex there is a there is a there is a climax and then there is the death afterwards, right? Or, or you know like the, the 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 ending period, the grace period afterwards, right? And then with life, there's the climax of 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 the moment of death, and then there is your little there there's your literal death after that. I mean the French call call your orgasm the the petite mort mort petite mort, which means the little death. So you know it's 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 kind of like this like penultimate you know kind of like oh. moment right before something. <laughs> um, and uh, Sockway yeah. blue. <laughs> <laughs> my load good good That's good yeah, yeah you already right. fucking know it's your goddamn boy that it's shot aka great value gatsby aka the yes. sixth piece of exodia the dick i'm the dirty <laughs> dog pharaoh call me common raw oh <laughs> good in the rum or time because i'm sailor mungo jerry mm -hmm. so many damn levels of birth call birth control called that in contraception oh, aka simply's believe it or not <laughs> stupid <laughs> no to run weaselly mm. my way into the conversation into rupert grint 
Sinister minister of the congregation, the saloon tycoon of the highball noon, the cocktail kid, Tito and Tito's approved once again, mm. not Rumpel Spillskin, Sip Van Drinkle, the return of the motherfucking Swarp Twerp. <laughs> <Hey>. Cheers! Ah! <laughs> oh, Hell yeah. yes, cheers. Yes, very good. Very the, uh, good. Uh, what was the Weasley one the you said? Unclinkable sip. The Titanic. Mm, that's good. Oh, good. <laughs> what was the Weasley one you said? Uh, yeah, you threw Ron, down your list. Yeah. Ron, Ron Weasley, my way to conversation, into mm. Rupert Grint. Rupert Grint uh, is the uh, actor. Uh, yeah, 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 I gotcha. Oh, you Sorry, Potter it's funny. Out there. Tangent. I apologize. I don't apologize. Uh, tangent. I, uh, I was oh, playing... This game show? Yeah, I was playing a pornographic game uh, made by the very skillful artist Akbar, um, which was uh, called uh, Witch Trainer, which is in a weird alternate reality where um, Hogwarts goes all the way through into like college years. Um, and you play as Albus Dumbledore possessed by the genie from Aladdin. Uh, I'm already loving door, this. What? Yeah. And you're tasked with um, uh, uh, fucking Hermione Granger. Is is, is 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 what it is. So so it's all it's all it's all about it's all about uh, fucking Hermione Granger. Um, and and uh, yeah yeah, just uh, it's like very very heavy into like humiliation kink and some wild shit like that. So I mean, it's it's something. So anyways, there you go. Well, it's free. I, Check I it out. Yeah. Well, I certainly hope this isn't going to become an IGN and Pokemon Five E scenario where our public like publicly talking about it gets uh these people caught by uh whoever owns those properties akbar has been around for a while if he hasn't gotten in trouble yet it's fine so um i hope yeah uh, i hope so i hope i hope it stays that way <laughs> anyways just uh just 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 thought of that because you mentioned mentioned some weaselly action in there hmm. what are we talking about again um we were talking about <laughs> death <laughs> death yes right yeah and death and sex death and sex mm-hmm yeah, because um, the, you know the coming is the little death in petite. Yeah, petite mort. Uh, yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yes. ape tit. I got us back. Um, yeah, that's good. That's good. Hey, uh, I figure that, if I'm gonna get us that far off track, I gotta at least kind to be able to walk us. Uh, back yeah, yeah, rain us back path. in. Yeah, I don't yeah. like the term rain. I just want to show you the path. If you want to take it, that's up to to you, everyone. I'm not. You want to drink shit. from the water? You call me a horse, perfect, or a camel? What is it? I don't remember what the what the saying is. Whatever. Fuck it. Uh, no, um, let's work around it. I think we can figure it out. I mean, I was born year of the horse. So, anyways, uh, uh, death and <laughs> death and sex. So, good <laughs> uh, year. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. Um, fuck. I, like I was going. Too. I had. A, I had a thought on death and sex, and I lost it. Does it did anyone have one while I went on my weird? Uh, about very, very cool. Good to do one. Very bummer. Do the other. Okay. Sure. Um. That's. <laughs> I, I don't know. It goes it. back to what I was saying earlier, though, right? About how we were talking about the parallels between fucking and killing, right? Like that—that is—that is very much um, active imagery in 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 a lot of of. Uh, I was gonna say porn, but um, but horror movies. But I mean, sure, porn too, right? Um, but yeah, it is interesting. I, I I suppose that. Well, I think it's because there's just so much, like visceral pent-up energy surrounding both of those things and whether we we want to believe that we think about these things or not we absolutely everyone has thought in their weakest most angry and shitty moment like 
I want to take a rock to this person's head. You, you know what I mean? Like everyone has had like kind of like those like those really like unpleasant just kind of like man fuck this guy that just cut me off. I want to throw him into a volcano. You, you know what I mean? Like kind of situation. And so like I think horror movies give an outlet, you know, um, that can kind of safely uh, you, you can kind of like like explore or you know like safely enjoy like just watching some like carnal shit happen um, both with you know, uh, blood and with genitals and sometimes both in the same scene even, right? So. Are y'all ready for the STD talk? Oh, <laughs> no, but go on. <laughs> well, I, I, it was just last, last episode, I think, that I said I was so excited that I don't have an STI after, you know, after a couple of you know, after my first sexual encounter last week. So yeah, uh, what is, uh, so what's this about uh, about STIs? Right, well, while we're on the talk, uh, topic of, you know, sex and consequences still, uh, they have a movie called Contracted. I don't know if y'all have ever seen it, it's a zombie film. Oh, it's the, 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 the STI zombie one. I've heard yeah. about it, I haven't watched it though. Yeah, okay. Oh, I'm so glad you've at least heard of it. I'm not gonna give away the ending or anything. I'm just gonna talk about the premise because sure. it's very much like a metaphor for an STD. She has this one night stand and she starts off like just being in extreme pain. She gets like these dark veins all over her body. She goes to the doctor and immediately he asks her like, how many sexual partners have you had? Ignoring like all of her concerns and all of her symptoms, basically just like slut shaming her. Like, sure, it was it was really bad. And she increasingly gets more and more like deteriorated as the movie goes on. And, you know, ultimately she's a zombie, you know, she mm -hmm. got transformed into a zombie. But there's this one scene that I wanted to talk to you about that kind of like goes into like sexual identity too in that movie. And it's the scene where I think it's her girlfriend um, it's definitely either her girlfriend or an ex-girlfriend. It's an ex-lover. She okay. goes to her and she tells her about, you know, the, the, you know, what she's been going through and everything, the rape and, uh, her girlfriend just, uh, tells her, um, she, she, she is very upset with her for having slept with a man like mm -hmm. the whole time. Cause this whole like one night stand thing, she was roofied. So it definitely was not consensual. Gotcha. How she contracted these, this illness. And she's mm. very much shamed for, you know, having slept with a man, even though it right. wasn't even her choice. Sure. Man, that's rough. That, I mean, but that's rough, but I mean, that, that plays into, um, I mean, there's, there's, there's a, obviously there's a lot of discussions about, uh, you know, just, just like more acceptance and, and whatnot, it, you know, for LGBTQIA2 plus people in general, but then also within the communities as well, right? Because we've talked about bi erasure a little bit here on, on, on the show and, and, you know, like even, even in a sense, you know, like that, you know, where it wasn't, it wasn't a choice. So this doesn't necessarily fall under, under that, but still kind of like a, you let a man sleep with you kind of thing. I mean, like, that's a fucked up way to respond to someone that was obviously not even wanting the situation but even if she did if it was an ex and she chose to sleep with a man fuck you like yeah. not, not your decision anyways right certainly shouldn't be the takeaway right no. exactly for sure i just to go on a little bit of a tangent have y'all seen the lobster i no. think it's still considered a horror movie or a fantasy i'm I've not seen really a sure. lobster <laughs> no. cool. um it's seen a lobster lobster roll go down my big old belly 
Very good. Thank you, Boston. Okay, Maybe go if I <laughs> describe it, y'all will know what it is. Um, it is this movie about a society where you absolutely have to like choose marriage. And so like your whole life pretty much is spent like going to this place where you have to choose a partner for the rest of your life. And um, in the very beginning of the movie, when uh, who was it? Colin Farrell, I think, is the actor. Oh, it's the main. Oh, that's a big actor. I didn't realize. Yeah, okay. yeah. This, this is a very good movie. Um, he's asked, uh, you know, homosexual or heterosexual. Like, there's nothing in between. Like, what do you want to register as, homosexual or heterosexual? Like, there's nothing in between. And then there's like this character in the movie who's clearly bisexual, but it's not even allowed to be like explicitly stated. You can just see her making glances at like the men and the women in a very like amorous way. But they don't they can't even like state that she's bisexual because the, like, the whole point of the movie is you're you're one or the other. You have to choose a partner like you can't you can't be anywhere in the middle. Um, it's mm. totally like eliminates the gray area. It's a very but it's a very good movie because it's very much saying like this is not the way that it's supposed to be. Sure. This is not natural. Right. Well, very few things in. I mean, this isn't necessarily the topic of conversation, but I mean, still, it's valid to say very few things in nature are purely binary, right? It's just, it's just, it's just the case. Most, most things, there's a spectrum. That's just how, that's just how it works, right? Um, and so it's, yeah, it's, it's weird. I, I feel like most instances in which there's a, uh, you know, at least behavioral, you know, like kind of things like that, right? Um, like, when we when, when there's a binary choice it's generally imposed by society like it's not something that's just like naturally there because people been fucking forever people have been fucking all different configurations people have been doing whatever you know what i mean and whether they was talked about openly or not whether they were written about as just best friends or roommates or you know whatever the case may be like people have been fucking people have been fucking every combination possible so like it's it's weird that's not weird. It's it's it's. I mean, I'm I'm not surprised. So it's not it's not weird. But I mean, it's shitty. You know that it's uh that it's something that is enforced, I guess, by society when it, it seems to go against our nature. And it goes. I mean, it goes against animals' nature too. You see all the fucking see all the fucking like gay animals that sometimes are sometimes are gay and sometimes aren't gay yeah, because whatever you know they're just they're, they're, they're fucking whatever let them let them fuck leave them alone uh kind of situation right so yeah, don't disrupt um, these animals when they're fucking guys yeah let the animals fuck whatever man this i mean snails PSA. snails are cool as shit so snails are dope sorry offshoot snails are awesome all right snails are really cool because most the, of them are hermaphroditic all about that shell all about that shell, all about the shell. i'm back to the shell yeah uh, are you recognizing a callback this time <laughs> yes yes i recognize fucking that hell. one Okay. Um, <laughs> I go into a fugue state whenever we do these. Um, but the uh, but snails are hermaphroditic, and generally they will like shoot their their either dick or their or their or their their their, their semen dart into somebody, and then just kind of like soak in the semen with each other's pussy while they're like kind of both fucking each. Like it's it's wild. Like snails are so weird and they're so cool, but it's just like like it's it's strange that we we're like no. Nope! gotta be gotta be this or that when when clearly nature doesn't doesn't you know like go go by those rules um anyways so a little bit of an offshoot but not not terribly kind, yeah. kind of related um nature gets a bit fuck wild with it all <laughs> yeah but horror horror and fantasy in general i think um 
do that well, right? To where you can pull in allegory, you can pull in, uh, you know, like metaphors for things to kind of like shine a light on something that happens in contemporary society without kind of like hitting you over the head with it. You know, you can kind of have it be a little bit, you know, a little more subtle, a little bit more, more, uh, more kind of like under the surface so that people that are kind of just going there just for like, I want to watch people die can go there and just watch people die. But people that want to take a little bit more away from it um, can, right? And, and, and I really think that fantasy um whether that be horror or not um you know has that kind of unique ability to show different perspectives to people um about like aspects of society that they may not have considered or thought about before right right absolutely and i don't think that the lobster is too far outside the realm of being considered a horror movie i mean there are pretty horrific elements in it. I forgot the most important part of it is that if you don't find love, if you don't find a match, I shouldn't even say love, it's not love. If you don't mm. find a match, right. then you will be turned into an animal. <laughs> oh. I have questions. You got questions. <laughs> I don't see the movie does not specify the process in which you are turned. So if that's the question, they don't they don't go into that. You're just turned. You have to pick so, an animal to be turned into. Oh, you get to pick though. Mm -hmm. That yeah, was my and question. He picks a lobster. I forget the reason, but he picks a lobster. They're and, mortal. Yeah. You know, just thinking about like all they are. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, yeah. They, uh, they don't they, die by natural causes. They die by getting eaten by me, is how yeah. they die. Jellyfish, uh, too. A lot of jellyfish are like that as well. They, so. uh, they don't stop growing. Like, yeah. Back in the day, like lobsters, like a uh, traditional, like nowadays, lobsters would be about yay big for the listeners. I'm doing hand uh, uh -huh. size things. Uh -huh. I, I've seen a lobster that was like yay big. Mm -hmm. So like sea monsters were very likely like old crustaceans back in the day. You know? Yeah. But like scientists, from what I've heard or understand, this is what I learned at a science museum one time when I went. Uh, they Science uh, one. No, this isn't a book. I went to a science museum. Oh, oh, oh okay. there's a difference. You don't have to read a book when you're at the science museum. They have fun uh, things they show you, and there's some dioramas. Got it. Okay, cool. No, it was a real one, but it was dead. But it was truly like a lobster, <laughs> like like three feet big. Yeah, that's a big, big ass buddy. lobster. They're like, oh, this is like this is just what we found this in is the ten. last like hundred years, and we like preserved it back in the day. Like lobsters get as big a like. A car or something, maybe sure. potentially. Unless obviously other things can't kill them. And I think there was a right. situation where like like the the bigger you get, like there's other things that might like try to hunt you and shit or something. Sure. You attract sure. more attention, obviously, the larger yeah. you are. Right? Yeah, like obviously you have to eat more. So like sure. There's a problem with your like, energy starvation, yeah. thing like that. Yeah. So like but like let's say hypothetically, if someone really wanted to and had like the means to do it, they could preserve a lobster. Definitely, yeah, yeah. If they really felt the need to, so oh, I think wow. that's why he did it. Be immortal. Th that completely changes multiple concepts of the movie for me. Uh, goodness, I, I actually I think that movie would actually be a perfect topic for y'all if y'all ever want to watch the lobster. There is so much to talk about. Right. about Magic Cat Part Three. Yes. yes, there we go. We're, we're all gonna, gonna watch up. the lobster. Or we're gonna Let's watch. We're gonna do a movie night rolls. together. Oh my Hell gosh! Yeah. Well, two of oh, us yeah. will. Three of us? Two? Yeah. Why can't I? I would. Who's the yeah, one that's not? For sure. 
I don't know. Well, I know Turtle doesn't eat lobster. Oh, oh yeah, no, that's no, right. No, no, I wouldn't eat lobster. I meant watch the movie with y'all. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh. Kat, Kat doesn't eat lobster either. Okay. And so I was like, I'd like two of us okay. would, would eat the lobster roll. Oh, would eat it. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can have you and I can have lobster rolls, but yeah, uh, okay. I, I don't think they'll. I forget this. Okay, I forget this. I'll just do claw hands. It'll be. I'll just do that. It's it's fine. Um, if I find cool. some imitation lobster and send it to you guys, will you have it? No, because it's made of fish. Oh. What no, you- no, okay. <laughs> what you- like a vegan. Equivalent. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Then sure, a, ve- a vegan, yeah. vegan crustacean, you know, approximation. Uh, sure, I guess. I've Do they not taste good? It. I've never had it. I've never had no, it. So I've had um, vegan shrimp. Oh my god, it's terrible. Ooh, yeah. Not I've never good. tried it. They mm. they managed to make it look like shrimp. But not that's not enough. That's not- like <laughs> I don't care what it looks like. Just I don't just the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I care right. more about what it tastes like. Yeah, absolutely. The mouthfeel and the and and the um uh, and the taste is way more important for sure. So Sal and I will have damn lobster rolls. Perfect. So we are we are we are we are we are approaching approaching the end here but was there were there oh. any points cat that we missed out Uh-oh. on that you like particularly wanted to hit during this episode i really wanted to talk at least a little bit about sexual awakening if that's okay Do it. yeah movies, by all means you yes. didn't touch that at all sure um you see this a lot in movies like you know like the witch like black swan like ginger oh, Snap. the witch, witch. is amazing the witch was, was so gonna, good as soon as you were like sexual sexual awakening i'm like the witch, witch yeah the witch. that one was really the good witch. Mm-hmm. and then yeah Absolutely. jennifer's body as well that's a good one too yeah the witch was particularly good as well because you know it's the salem witch trials had a lot to do with like female sexuality and the fear of that Mm-hmm. And, you know, persecuting women over, you know, dancing, dancing naked. naked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They yep. do that at the end of the witch too. Mm-hmm. They have mm-hmm. a nude scene dancing naked in the woods. So it's the the concept of being a witch is very much wrapped up in sexuality, particularly like female sexuality. Sure. So you can definitely see the witch as a sexual awakening at the end of the film. Absolutely. For sure. Well, I mean, also she she was she was a young adult in that, right? I mean, like that was that was like literally a coming of age and sexual awakening. Like it lined up. I I feel like time wise as well, right? So yeah, right, exactly. And like the pa- parental fear of you know your child growing up as well was shown in sure. the movie multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, any type of transformation movie can be applied to this, not just like a metaphorical transformation, like in the witch, but also like a physical transformation, like in, like in ginger snaps where the girl turns into a werewolf mm-hmm. and like very much see that as, you know, she's a young girl going through her first period at the same time as transforming into a werewolf. So it's very much linked with like this metaphor for like puberty and all of like the trials and <laughs> tribulations that you might go through, you know, and the changes and the transformations. And um, you can't, you know, you can't control it, but at the same time, like you're becoming something more powerful through it. Mm -hmm. And uh, the werewolf is like a really good symbol for that. I think Ginger Snaps does it so good uh, applying it to a female because of that, for that reason, you know? it's interesting that horror is often used for sexual awakening. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it, like, I, I guess to, 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 to show how people fear it, you know what I mean? Like, but like, it's just, it's like, man, what, like, it sucks. It sucks that it is a fear thing, right? It, it's, but it, I mean, it show, show what it's like. Right. And so it, it is an accurate portrayal, I guess, but it's Absolutely. just shitty. Right. I mean, uh- 
I'm not a man, so I don't know y'all experience, but I know for a woman, we go through many changes and they can be very scary at such a young mm -hmm. age, you know, going through all of that, especially if you don't have someone to like hold your hand through it and tell you like, this is normal and it's all right. Uh, it's just a lot, a lot of changes to the body. Obviously, sure. I don't want to get too much into it, but you know, there, there are definitely in this pain involved and all sorts of things that we deal with throughout our lives. So I think that that's why horror movies are typically written for women for that reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a huge amount of I mean, like, like almost every single girl that I know is a horror movie fan. So I mean, like, like almost every single one. So um, like, we're all we all play games to some degree here uh, on, 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 on this. Um, uh, there's there's a specific transformation that I have in mind that is kind of like in kind of like the grisly, not exactly horror, but it is in the grisly kind of gross kind of way. Um, I don't know if anyone played StarCraft here, but obviously made by the same people that did Warcraft. Um, but there's a character uh, named Sarah Kerrigan in the first StarCraft uh, who was like this like really like cool badass soldier, but she was uh, you know kind of like. Oh, she she was psychic, and so she could tell that someone was thinking dirty thoughts. She's like, "You fucking pervert," and you know, like like all these kinds of things. And then eventually, she got transformed into a zerg, which are kind of like these like 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 nasty kind of monstrosity kind of things. And she became the queen of the zerg, and like it was this huge kind of like ascension from being, even though like a prime pri prime soldier, becoming like this badass bitch who walks around. She looks nude. She has a carapace because she's like partially like bug ish kind of thing now right but she looks nude and so like it's definitely you get this feeling of sexual awakening because like the way that she talks the way that she moves the way that she acts and she no longer has that kind of like almost prudish kind of nature about her and so yeah it's interesting how kind of like the, the grisly gory visceral kind of thing is often used for sexual awakening but it fits i mean it works and it, and, and, and i feel like it gets the point across you know especially for like a, a, a woman's um you know like sexual awakening so cool yeah absolutely absolutely and um, we also have ones where transformations are not involved, like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. You know, you mm. definitely see some sexual awakening there, even though it's with adults, but sure. definitely have an awakening uh, in that movie. And uh, yeah, I mean, just to bring it back on a little bit more of a brighter side, the Rocky Horror Picture Show is a lot more fun. Sure, <laughs> absolutely. It's just a fun ass movie. Yeah. Just we do like fun. Movie. I've not yeah. seen this. I hear it's good. Oh, it's great. We should watch some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we should watch some time. It's fun. I've canonically seen like maybe 17 movies. Yeah, right, right. Um, cool. Well, hot dicks, cat. We fucking love having you here. We, every every single time you've been here, every time that we hear from you, your feedback on something, um, everything. It's always a pleasure having you here. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here, y'all. I'm so glad y'all have me back. Hell it's yeah. Lovely having you here. Where can the lovely folks at home find you on on uh, on the interwebs? Y'all can find me at youtube.com slash mygcat. Hell yeah. Perfect. Yeah, she does a whole shit ton of, uh, of of gaming, specifically a lot of Bethesda related stuff on there. So Elder Scrolls heavy for sure. So uh, our fans for sure are into that. Speaking of Elder Scrolls, Zell, how can everyone find you? You can find me on twitch.tv slash Celestia every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 5 p.m. PST, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Sundays at noon. Fuck yeah. Slurp? Yo, you can hear me talk about those 17 canonical movies I've seen on one of my podcasts. Uh, thank Pod for Cast Cars, an exhaustive look at the best first film franchise. Uh, and then I also do another sh uh, very silly show that uh, both of my co-hosts have been on previously. They'll come back soon, I think, I've been told. Oh, yeah. And it is a, a it's the Cast Ultons. It's a, a where the two podcast professionals helping people perfect their podcast passion projects. 
Fuck yeah. And I am Professor Turtlepig. You can find me at twitch.tv slash turtlepigproductions. I stream Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can also find me on Patreon at patreon.com slash turtlepigproductions. Uh, also, we got merch. So uh, check out the merch at designbyhumans.com slash shop slash taterpigshop. You can find the Hardly Know Her t-shirt uh, as one of the available merchandise options there. Um, without- Time's running out on the offer to sign that shirt because I'm probably not going to live that near that park at a pretty soon oh no bless Better find me find me soon baby there you go 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 lounge at a park like a like a weirdo um cat once again thank you so much appreciate the shit out of you um and to everyone fucking cheers yeah cheers. clink responsibly cheers. guys Ooh. <sighs>